welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Lindsay here. Welcome to Adam's Rib Podcast. Thanks again for joining us. This is a sad but happy occasion. <laughs> Because as you all know, if you've been listening, last week was our dear sweet Jessica's last episode. Shout out to you, Jessie! But that's okay. She's in a new beginning, and so was Adam's rib. Amen. Yes. And so we have a new guest, Nichelle Whitney. But before she introduces herself, I want all of our listeners to be reminded of where you can find us. We are in um, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. We have a YouTube channel. Um, we have new podcast episodes that come out every single Tuesday. Uh, go to our website. Subscribe to that. So you can read blogs, adamsreadpodcast.com. You can email us, adamsreadpodcast at gmail.com. So, welcome everyone. We are episode 150. Yes! So this is a good episode for our brand new co-host, Nichelle, to be on. So before we jump into it, I'm going to let Nichelle kind of introduce herself and kind of share with you all her story so she will feel like a current girlfriend and not a stranger. I mean, but Lindsay, you and I are girlfriends, so. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That makes this easy. I feel like all of our listeners have considered me and Jessica their girlfriends for three years. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I have some big shoes to fill. I know Jessica was holding down. Um, So yeah, my name is Nishan from Indianapolis and... I'll just briefly share some of my testimony. You guys will learn very quickly that I am crazy and it's okay. (laughs) Thank God for grace. Thank God for grace. Yes, that's how I ended up here. And I think it's (coughs) crazy that I'm even here doing this right now. So I guess where should I start? I come from a fairly large family. Was raised by my father and I have five amazing brothers. So I kind of grew up a hardcore girl anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Little on the rough side, amen. Thanks for transformation. <laughs> and um, I actually was not really, I, I heard about God a lot growing up, but I didn't grow up in the church per se. We would mm-hmm. go here and there, but we always were pretty much saw God as the punisher, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like, That's don't do way. this because God's going to be mad. Don't yeah. do this because God's going to be upset. You can't do this because God said, don't do this, right? right? It was never this grace-filled, mercy-flowing type of God that we knew. So anyway, turned 18, and I um, am my grandmother's child. So I said, Nana, I'm coming to church with you on my birthday. (laughs) And that is the first time that I personally felt that I could have a relationship with God. So it took me 18 years to figure that out. Got to college, and I'll be honest, and Lindsay, I think I've shared this with you before. I got saved on accident, <laughs> was not seeking salvation or the Holy Spirit. 
spirit, but when I was in college, um, I was a part of a college ministry, and one of the leaders was so handsome. Like, I'm not even going to lie. He's beautiful. And I was like, God, this has to be my husband. There's no reason why you would let me see him, let me be around him. Like, there's no reason why you would start preparing me for this relationship with you if that was supposed to be my man. Right. Girl, he's probably Girl. somebody else's man, wasn't he? And he married now. Oh. God, I don't even know if that man know my name. But what I did was I called myself going on a um, a retreat. And I think this is really important about what I was connected to when I went to the treat, mm-hmm. retreat and then what I was connected to when I came out of that retreat. And so I went there. I was like, he's going to see me serve God. He's going to see me praise and worship. Girl, we got there. That man did not speak to me. Not. We were there for four days. I kid you not. He that probably was said not there to become your words. <laughs> he wouldn't. Even, he wouldn't look at me at all. And I praise God for blocking that because now he's married with kids, and I don't really know if I would have wanted to sign up for that lifestyle right. anyway. <laughs> um, the life that he's living right now. But anyway, so I ended up getting saved. Went on to start serving God in college, and that's how I am here now. And I don't take that for granted at all. And I didn't, it wasn't easy. I didn't follow, <laughs> I didn't follow the easy path. I like to be a little bit difficult, clearly. And so it is an honor to be here, to be in this ministry. Um, and I'm excited to see where God launches us. Yes. So excited. Yes. Shout out to our listeners that tune in faithfully. Shout out to our new listeners. So yeah, that's me. Do you want to start us off? With what, since you talked about connection and... Absolutely, so... Because this episode was your idea, so we might give background, you know, yeah. what that means or, you know, what yeah. we're discussing. So today we're talking about, um, our, our topic for today is what are you connected to? Um, and I love the fact that you can think about this either on a, a spiritual or physical mm-hmm. playing field, right? What are you connected to as in who are your friends who is your community? <clears throat> Excuse me. What local church are you established mm-hmm. in? And then also you can talk about the spiritual things. Do you have soul ties that you're still connected mm-hmm. to? We talked about have... that. Go back. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have, you know, hurts and hangups from family, from church, from environmental um, conditions that you're connected to? What are you connected to? How did you get connected to that? And then are some of these connections needing to be strengthened or do you need mm-hmm. to be breaking some of those connections, right? Um, and so one thing that I love about God is that he did not make us independent from one another. In my opinion, we're all interdependent. So we're mm-hmm. all connected. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of the body, right? Yep. And how every part of the body is connected. And people don't readily think about like my ankle is connected to my brain. Mm-hmm. You just don't. But mm-hmm. but but it is it connected. Is, yeah. um, he talks about that in Romans of us all being a body of Christ and all that. Yes. So, yeah. And how it how each part of the body is so necessary for the success of mm-hmm. bodily function. So when I think about, you know, simple things like when you get one of your toes cut off, that completely changes how you walk. That completely changes your blood flow. Um, and so it's really important for us to understand that we're not independent, but more interdependent. Mm-hmm. We're intertwined with brothers and sisters in this space. Um, and so I think, but at the same time, we're completely dependent on only God. Yeah. And I think that's really important because I think a lot of times the reason why people have church hurts is because they became dependent on Christians and started mm. neglecting Christ. Ooh, that's a good right? Point. Write that down, somebody. <laughs> that's a good point. 
And so I always say Christ never turned people away. Mm-hmm. That was not his mission. That's that's not who he was. Christians will turn you away. Yeah. Christians have you dotting your face. And they tie that to Christ. Things. Oh, the church, you know. Yes. No, that's, yes. That's that Go to another church. <laughs> yes. Um, so I think it's really important to know what you're connected to. So if we want to talk about the, the spiritual side of things, I believe it's Ephesians 2, 6 that says, um, we kind of, it pretty much breaks down that we're, we exist in two ways. Mm-hmm. We exist like here physically. And then we also like our hearts are placed in the heavenly realms with Christ. Mm-hmm. And so what does that mean? I think that kind of puts for me in perspective, this being set apart identity. Mm-hmm. Being holy. Yeah. Yes. And so you can't, um, I think some people use why they sin, how they sin, who they sin with. Um, as an excuse when in all honesty, like, yes, your flesh has the ability to kind of disconnect, but your heart, your heart should always be aligned with the heavenly realms. And so, um, for my testimony, it was really important for me to figure out how to be within the Christian community, mm-hmm. how to have Christian girlfriends. Let me tell you something. The girls I used to run with in college. They had me out here doing some he stuff. I can't never repeat to my grandmother. Okay, never. I call that my heathen days. I, mean, I only had two of them, two heathen days in college. But girl, I'm glad you did. Okay. Let me tell you, let me not lie on the <laughs> line in ministry. Right. To Jesus. No, I, I, um, a lot of the stuff that I was exposed to was because of what I was connected to. Mm, mm-hmm. It was never intended for me to be in some of those spaces, but I ended up in some of those spaces, however, come a but. Even though I was exposed to things that I should have never been exposed to, it exalted my ministry mm-hmm. because it helps me connect with people that have that can identify with that same story. Yeah. And so I think that's really, really important that if you if you do find yourself in these circumstances or situations or seasons of life, right? Don't beat yourself up about it. Just know that God can strategically orchestrate this plan for you that that allows you to connect with people or to minister to people. And sometimes it don't make sense, Mm -hmm. right? It won't make sense, um, but it's still useful. So that's kind of what I think of when I think about um, being connected and how godly connections are Mm -hmm. a divine gift. Really a gift. When I was thinking about this, I was thinking about we live in a world of technology where I feel mm. like we feel that we've never that we're in a place where I feel like we should feel that we've never been more connected, right? Because mm. we got texting, FaceTime, emailing, Marco Poloing, Snapchatting, like and I've always been this Marco like, Polo? Yes. You haven't seen the app Marco Polo? I don't really care for it. That's the real thing. Yes. It's like you can like girl, I can't explain it. Look it up. But anyway. You know, emails and, and whatever, but at the same time, I feel like I, we also feel the most disconnected mm-hmm. because, you know, we're not having this these intimate conversations with people. And so I feel like, you know, we can feel like we're just out of it, even though we connect with people all the time throughout mm-hmm. most of our days. Yeah. And I'm sure we've had connections with someone that you knew at hello, this is going to be a bad connection, but you went with that connection anyway. Mm-hmm. Not even relationships. That goes for girlfriends, you know, mm-hmm. closest friends and things like that. And I don't even think that we fully realize how powerful or how fruitful a bad connection um, or a good connection can like really affect our lives. I'm glad yeah. we're doing this episode because, for example, we've all had a bad cell phone service or a bad internet connection. I was just like we were just dealing yeah, with we were just dealing like, dealing that right now, but because we were not aligned with what we needed to be connected to, which is yeah. the ultimate power source. It's the same thing in the spiritual realm. 
And I always feel like, you know, conduct is developed from character, and character is developed from context, and context is connecting with the Word of God. So mm -hmm. that's what you need to be connected to is the ultimate source. Because without knowing his context, which again is the scripture, mm -hmm. you won't display your best character. And without good character, you won't produce, uh, you know, good yeah. conduct. So yeah. I remember, I want to give an example. There was a time in elementary school that I had a science project that I'm sure like everyone had in life. Where you have like two different plant seeds or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one plant you might, you know, water with juice. Another plant you might water with like, water, yeah. you know, to, to test that out. And so obviously my hypothesis hypothesis mm -hmm. my hypothesis was that the plant filled with water would grow and according to you know whatever the package said blah blah blah, blah. yeah and I remember you know waiting and waiting and waiting for a few days and sprouts never did come and I remember being like a kind of upset because despite my faithful efforts there wasn't an external evidence of any growth at all and sometimes yeah. I feel like you know my efforts were in vain but I feel like our lives are something like a science project because we invest in others. We're eager to see the harvest. You know, I try to obey God. I trust his plan. I mm -hmm. walk according to his scripture mm -hmm. so I can have good character, so I can have good conduct. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you plant these seeds into the soil of your relationships you water with, with love and hope and truth and faith. And I plant seeds into the, into the life, I soil yeah. of my friends and coworkers and water them with loyalty and time and all that. And so you water, you wait with all these great expectations in your heart and desire to see some growth. But at the same time, you know, you see fruit and at times you don't. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the scripture, Jesus gave his disciples a trustworthy promise that if we stick to his side and stay tight to God's will, that our lives and efforts will bear fruit. I want to read a scripture in John 15, verses 4 through 5. It says, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Write that down, somebody. <laughs> if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So when we remain in Jesus and when you trust God by turning to the Holy Spirit for guidance, his word, again, that context you and I will bear that fruit, whether you see it or not, is, is kind of my point with that. Yeah, and I, so I want to go back to something that I heard you reference when you were talking about the science project. So for those who don't know me, I'm a huge science nerd. I thought you liked that thing, reference. You know? <laughs> so, you know, I love anytime someone's talking about um, STEM or medicine or whatever. But one thing that you started talking about was the hypothesis. Mm -hmm. And so for the people who follow this this type of language or whatever, a hypothesis is simply an educated guess, mm -hmm. but it really carries no weight. And I feel like if we can apply the scientific method to our lives, which starts off with asking a question, making mm -hmm. an, a, a hypothesis, yeah. and then literally you have to test all of this stuff. And I feel like sometimes we think that we can literally make a hypothesis and then see the result so mm -hmm. that we get this conclusion. Mm -hmm. But you still have to go through the test. You still yeah. have to walk through this experiment. And that's how it is with God. And so you're right. When it comes to um, just thinking, you know, like going back to your example when you were saying, like, I remember being upset because I didn't see this plant grow, right. right? It's really easy to get like that in our mind if we forget the whole process. Yeah. If we get hung up on, this was my question, this was my guess, mm -hmm. thinking that your answer comes right yeah. after that. Sometimes these experiments, 
last long period Years. of time. And Sometimes I'm that you, season be a long season. Long season. <laughs> and to be honest, until you learn the lesson, I think I've shared this with you before, but until you truly learn what God has called you to learn in this season, he will not move you because God is not a premature God. Mm-hmm. He's not prematurely moving you out of a season into anything else. So we may feel that we're ready. Yeah. We may feel like this season has been long enough. And I'm preaching to myself right now because I'm in a season, y'all. I am in a season where I'm like, Just stay connected, Michelle. Stay connected. I'm like, okay, Lord, show up. Show up, right? Um, So it's so important for us to just kind of never neglect the full process. Go through the test. And sometimes what you'll realize is that you were asking the wrong question anyway. You were asking the wrong question. You had the wrong procedure set in place. How you thought of your situation was never God's vision for your situation Mm -hmm. anyway. And so sometimes he waits until our visions are aligned. Mm -hmm. I wanted to share a few points about, um, because I know sometimes people are like, well, how do I know um, if if this is the right connection? I know we ask that all the time in relationships. God, how do I know that he's the one, right? I ain't got one to be asking if he's the right one, but I'm just saying like I've been there before. And so I was thinking through like, how, how do we know when these connections are of God, Mm -hmm. like truly of God? So a few things I came up with, um, does it enhance your purpose or your assignment? If it is a hindrance in any way, you got a list too. I love that. I only did a list because I only did a list because I know you do a list, but you know I'm off the dome, right? (laughs) Um, But but does it enhance your purpose or your assignment? If at any point any connection you have is a hindrance, Mm -hmm. then you have to choose God or or people. Yeah. And so I think sometimes that's really hard, even when we're in relationships and we're moving forward, you know, trying to get closer to the cross when our partner slips, sometimes it's like, okay, should we stay Mm -hmm. and like try to bring them along with us? Should we slip back so that we can still be seen as equally yoked and I ain't going to go there, but you know, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. And I think at that time though, we have to make an assessment because if God has that person for you, God will get that person back on board, but you have to keep moving. So that's the first thing. Does it enhance? your purpose, or your assignment? Mm-hmm. Um, is it encouraging or motivational? And that's even if it's criticism. Mm-hmm. Con- it, criticism should always be constructive when it's coming from a godly connection. Oh, yeah. Always. And so I think sometimes we have these church hurts because people take Christ out of their message, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They're not offering Christ-centered messages. So if you're around people that always seem to be... Um, Talking down on you, talking down to you, minimizing your dreams, your visions, having you doubt God's purpose in your life. Yeah. That's not motivational. Yeah. It's not motivational at all. And I always say, if you know God, you're going to be able to, to discern if someone's giving you godly counsel or not, too. That is if true. If you don't know God, then you don't know what that person is saying, mm-hmm. you know, is directly from Christ anyway. Now, discerning that, that godly counsel, right, that also comes from you internally. Like, are you an easily offended person? Mm-hmm. Do you have an edge on you that makes it hard for people to connect with you? Because there could be a godly person standing in your face giving you godly counsel. That's tough. But if you ain't right, you won't mm-hmm. receive it, yeah. right? So is it encouraging? Is it motivational? Is it active? Mm-hmm. God was never really passive. He's right. always been very mm-hmm. active, like to the point where he was like blowing on water and was like, <laughs> be some fish and stuff and let this light pop up and let there be darkness. Right? Right. Like, even, even when he's chill, he's yeah. like still working. So mm-hmm. if it's not active, mm-hmm. it's not, the connection doesn't work. And you mentioned something about, you know, like technology. 
If there's not an active signal yeah. running across mm-hmm. these servers, you're not getting no connection. And so that's how it should be with divine connections as well. And the last one is, does it bring about the presence of God? Mm-hmm. So if you are ever in a situation where you feel like, you know what, like I got this one friend, I can never talk to them about God, even if they're atheists, because I truly believe that you can talk to anyone about God. Mm -hmm. If that's not their belief, that's fine. But if they shut that down and they block that out, those things, those energies are, in my opinion, transferable. So next thing you know, you'll be blocking out and shutting down with your, with your connection with God. And so it's really important to kind of assess those things really quickly. Mm -hmm. Does it enhance your purpose or assignment? Is it encouraging or motivational? Is it active? And does it bring about the presence of God? I like that. Really quick. I have some points, too, that I want to mention. Amen. Those are all really good points. I didn't even think about that. Amen. <laughs> I didn't think about none of those. But I want to talk about really, really quickly before we wrap up is what does being connected look like? And I feel like you touched on that, too. So, scripturally, we're built like a building. So, in Ephesians 2.22, it says, In Christ, you were built together spiritually into a dwelling place for God. So in the body of Christ, we're meant to fit together like mm-hmm. bricks in a new building. And it's an essential that the parts of the building fit together. Yeah. So if you aren't connected to a church family in any meaningful you know, way, that then, then you won't have that support. Yeah. And so life is hard. We all need that support of people to, you know, that we care about. Second, I just have four things, is that we're joined in a body. Um, I had already talked about in Romans um, chapter 12, um, where it says that for just as each of us has one body with many members... And these members do not all have the same function. So mm-hmm. in Christ, we, though man, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. So this verse tells me that we cannot thrive and live our best life here on earth without the help of one another. And that's absolutely, absolutely. Because what I um, lack, Nichelle might thrive in and vice versa. So that allows us to help one another through you know, our connection to each other. And then um, we're born into a family, and I think that... A lot of people think that Christianity is just a belief system. While I think it's also, you know, a family. <laughs> it's That's a family. Um, and then, you know, we're attached to the vine. Live in me and I will live in you. A branch cannot produce any fruit by yes. And it has to stay attached to that vine. The same way you cannot produce fruit unless you live in me. Because being connected isn't just a horizontal issue. It's a vertical issue one as well. So Jesus says when we are connected to him, it's like being attached to a vine. Fruit not connected to a vine dies, period. And so when you're connected to the tree, to the true vine, there will be, you know, certain spiritual fruit in your life, you know, that you will Mm -hmm. bear. So that's what I wanted to point out. That's good. I want to say really quickly... um, A couple things, because I think this can always be an ongoing conversation, Mm -hmm. right? About connections as they change, as we build new ones, cut off old ones. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think we have to be really careful as well that we don't assume that we're in a position to assess the fruits of someone else. Mm, Because we don't sit high enough to see their full Mm, picture. So I know sometimes we encounter people, and, and I know we love to use the scripture that says... A good tree will bear mm-hmm. good yep. fruit, mm-hmm. and a bad tree will bear bad fruit, yeah. right? 
Um, and so we we meet people in seasons and mm-hmm. pockets of time, and we like, oh, they not bearing good fruit. Yeah, they not a good tree. We not you gotta be the careful. Mm-hmm. Yep. You gotta be careful for what you cannot see. You cannot see how mm-hmm. deep how deep those roots go. Yep. go can't see how, how deep far the they spread. Is. None of that. Yeah. Absolutely. And That's I think when we when we are so quick to judge someone off of the fruit that we can assess yeah. that we can see. We do more hurt to the kingdom than we do to help. Now, does that mean just walk into every situation all willy-nilly like, well, girl, it don't look like you bearing just oh. right now, but that's okay. Right. Hey, friend. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying <laughs> we have to be careful about how we criticize and assess other people because we don't sit high enough. Yeah. We don't sit high enough or come close enough to being the ultimate surveyor. So I think we should keep this conversation going throughout this journey throughout Mm -hmm. this year especially because i think we do need to get people more connected and i do think i agree with you when you say social media and disconnects us at the same time has a way of keeping us pseudo connected (laughs) nichelle this is an awesome first episode with you you guys i hope you all enjoyed it Michelle, do you want to pray us out? I do. I was gonna say, y'all, I want to do a little something different. I want to pray us out. That's my ministry. I pray for people. So, um, if you ever have a prayer request, please send it to us via the Facebook, the Twitter, the email. Um, we try to keep in touch with you guys and let you know that we're consistently praying. So, I'm gonna try to make this a habit. We'll pray out, and um, we love you all. And so, if you can just touch and agree with someone in your space, that would be wonderful. So, I'll go ahead and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your divine connection, your strategic plan. I thank you for allowing us to be here with this ministry. Lord, I just pray um, a spirit of peace over all of our listeners. And I just pray that this message really infiltrates their hearts, oh God. Mm -hmm. Lord, I thank you for Adam's rib. I thank you for the entire ministry and the vision that it has been founded on. Lord, we just claim growth and expansion over this ministry. Um, And for all of our listeners, our listeners' families, Lord, I just pray that they are protected and that they continue to seek the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, y'all. Tune in next Tuesday. We'll catch you soon.